0: Are you ready to take your new idea to fruition? One of the first things you need to do is get your business online. Our partner HostGator can take you from zero to turbo fast. Download their Get Online the Easy Way ebook and receive a coupon code for 30% off any new hosting package. Simply visit socialzoomfactor.com slash hostgator easy or simply text hostgator to 33444. The Marketing Nuts Agency helps companies transform their social and digital business from the inside out. Visit their website at www.themarketingnutswithaz.com for a client list, case studies, and some amazing free resources to get you started down the path of success. Hey there, Zoomers, and welcome to Social Zoom Factor. This is your host, Pam Moore. On the previous episode, episode 219, we dug into the details of conversion rate optimization and helping you increase sales and ROI on your conversions on your digital and online platform, utilizing social media and internet marketing. Now, I know we got quite geeky and I encourage you, if you haven't taken a listen to that episode, you go back and listen to it because it, it goes very well with what we're talking about today, which is humanizing your brand utilizing data and analytics. Because when it comes to true success and and really, honestly, being able to get real with yourself and achieve your business goals, utilizing digital, social media, internet marketing, it requires both art and science. So it's not like you can be only geeky and just dig into the data and live there all day long, every day, and never get visual, never get creative, never really connect at a human level. And same thing goes for the human side of it. We can't only live in the visuals and the the pretty pieces, right? And I always say your brand is not your logo. Your brand and the success of your business is based on so many different factors. And I actually... I actually did a podcast on that a while back. So I thought today we would flip it a little bit and we're gonna talk about brand humanization. As most of you know, I love digging into the power of brand humanization and I've done quite a few episodes on this topic in the past. So I will make sure that I link to them on the show notes page for this episode, which will live at socialzoomfactor.com slash 220 because this is episode 220. 20. So I know I have an episode on brand humanization in a nutshell. I have, you know, 20 tips to humanize your brand, talking about how to speak human to your audience. But today we're digging in to specifically utilizing data, analytics, insights that live within the native social networks, such as Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and LinkedIn, and the list goes on. How can you leverage the data that's available to you? And I'm talking about free data. This isn't a lot of platforms that you have to go pay for. These are applications and networks that are offering you this data for free. Just by utilizing Facebook, you get access to a certain set of analytics. So what does that mean? Okay. How can you leverage that? One key way you can leverage that is by tapping into that data and utilizing it to humanize your brand. Now, what does it mean to humanize your brand? When we talk about humanizing your brand, what are we talking about? It's not just a bunch of mumble-jumble words that marketers like to say. When we talk about humanizing your brand, it's how can you relate to your audience, relate to your customers in in a human way, in a way that reaches them emotionally, in a way that pulls them in as a human being closer to your brand in a way that reaches them intellectually, that inspires, that empowers, that organically is going to attract them to your brand. That is our goal and that's what we want to do. So we're going to talk today about five specific areas or five specific things that we need to be focused on in utilizing data and analytics to humanize our brand. So let's go ahead and get started. Number one is just simply understanding your audience, okay? Understanding who is in your community. The social network, so networks such as Facebook and Twitter, for example, even LinkedIn, provide you incredible data and analytics to understand even the demographics of who your connections are, who your audience is, right? Who are they? What do they want? What do they need? What products? problems do they have and how are you going to help solve them? Okay. Now, Facebook isn't going to tell you all those things. Twitter isn't going to tell you all those things. You're going to have to put some of these pieces together, but you can tap into the power of these networks and the data that's available to understand, you know, who's influencing them. What content are they sharing? What blogs and news sources are they reading, right? When you take a look at what content your audience is sharing that is going to help you understand where are they going to for information right so there are all sorts of tools and technologies that you can utilize to do this number two is we want to understand the online behavior of our audience okay so here we're wanting to really dig in to when are they? on Facebook, for example. Did you know that Facebook gives you that data? Facebook will tell you when your audience is online. So if you utilize that data correctly, you're going to know when your Facebook community is online and when you should be posting information to them. And we work with a ton of small businesses. We do a lot of work, you know, at the small business and enterprise level, but in our heart is really really for small business and we work with a lot of franchise organizations. So we'll work from at the franchise or level and then we help them implement strategies down to the franchisee level. And a lot Of what we see at the franchisee level, mostly because they are really, really struggling with budget, as is everybody. And so they will have a busy day in the store, whatever their business may be. They get back to their house or their office at you know late at night, whenever that may be, and they had let's say maybe they had an event during the day. So then they're going to upload like at ten o'clock at night, eleven o'clock at night. I've seen posts at one o'clock in the morning, and they're like, okay, I got to get this information loaded to Facebook because we had this amazing event today. Well, I'll tell you what, if your audience is not online, then you are not going to reach them. And when you start posting content at non-optimal times, particularly on on program on platforms like Facebook, that's going to hurt you more than help you because we all know that Facebook has an algorithm where they want your content to be engaged with. We, they want people to like your content and people are not going to be able to see your content if you're posting it at one in the morning and your audience is not online at one in the morning. So just answering the simple question regarding online behavior of when your audience is online can help you humanize your brand because you're going to be able to connect with them when they are available. You're not then looking like a robot in a machine that's just wanting to get this content out and you don't care whether that's when your audience wants to see that content. Now, out. Same thing here is also understanding your audience. Okay, so the type of content that you would share at six in the morning is likely going to be different than the type of content that you may share at two in the afternoon or three, you know, nine o'clock at night. And I'll give you an example here. We've done a lot of work in the fitness industry with some of our clients. Did you know that 6am is the hottest time for shares of fitness content, specifically quotes? Okay. So if, if I want to get content shared for one of our clients in the fitness industry, I'm going to want to post that content at 6am. Now that is an industry known stat. There's data we pull from multiple sources that tells us that. Now, let me tell you that conflicts with what their Facebook community and the Facebook insights may be telling them because Facebook insights may say, okay, your audience is really not getting online till eight o'clock or nine o'clock in the morning. However, you have to know what that goal is. Okay. You need to know what that online, what their online behavior is so that you can personalize their experience, which is, is number three, and we're going to talk about that in a minute, but you want to know that it, at six in the morning, you may have a goal that you're wanting to get content shared because you know you're in the fitness industry and that's the best time to get a quote shared as first thing in the morning. Now, when you are posting content at 9am, that may be different. You may be wanting to inspire somebody to eat healthy that day. You may be wanting them to um, get into the gym, get into your location, check out a new offer that you have. And then as you, go throughout the day. I'm not going to break down every hour and bore you to death here, but hopefully by now you're getting the point, right? By the time somebody's online at 10 PM and they're looking at fitness information, they're probably wanting to figure out their diet, figure out their workout plan for the next day and the rest of the week. So you have to get in the head of your audience. So you have to understand your audience, but then you need to really look at the online behavior so that you can optimize and build that human connection with them and, and know what times are they reading? Are they sharing? Are they liking? Are they engaging? So that you can make sure you're posting content that's going to match that specific objective and that specific call to action when they are most going to be likely to take that action. Okay. So then number three is about personalizing experiences. And this means knowing things like time. So you can time that content delivery, um, looking inside Facebook insights, Twitter analytics. There's another program called buffer app, one of my favorites. And, um, I don't get paid anything by buffer to tell you this, uh, but it's an amazing application for you to be, if you are a big reader and maybe you are, um, really a thought leader, or you want to be a thought leader in your industry and you're sharing, you know, uh, Accurate and relevant and current information on your industry about your niche, maybe top news resources. Buffer app is a great tool for you to curate other people's content. And you know, we always talk about OPC, so other people's content, other people's community. I did a podcast on that a while back. Maybe I'll link to it in the show notes page for this episode, but Buffer app enables you to easily curate content from third parties. So content that's not your own. And then let's say I I read content a lot in the morning. So I will read content usually in the morning, midday when I usually have time and then late at night, okay? But I don't wanna be posting the content that I find necessarily at six in the morning and post all those great articles I find or post them when I find them at nine or 10 o'clock at night when I'm geeking out. So I will use Buffer app to schedule those throughout the day, throughout the week, depending on how many I find. And then I will also trickle in content from our own platform. So I'll trickle in some of our blog and our podcast content, quotes that will inspire me and our audiences. So that's how you can personalize that experience and know the audience that you want to reach. Who is that audience? Where do they live? What time of day are they going to be on Twitter? Are they going to be on Google Plus and Facebook and Instagram and every network we have to be on nowadays? Another way to personalize experience is through visuals and content, right? So you want to be making sure that you are looking at those data insights to know what content is working. And we're going to talk about content here in a little bit, but personalize it, based on visuals. So let's say you have a certain message you're wanting to deliver to a certain demographic and driving a certain action, personalize that experience with specific visuals, with specific content, and really be looking at engagement strategies and tactics and understanding how your audience is engaging and think about the strategies and the tactics that you can do to best engage with them to to be as human as you possibly can even if you were utilizing a little bit of automation in there, right? When you get to know your customer and you know your audience and you're digging into that data and analytics and you know, when they're online, you are going to be able to feel more human to that audience because social, the key thing with social media is that is so hard for so many brands is number one, knowing your audience, knowing how to serve them, but really so many businesses struggle with scale. They struggle with, how can I scale this? Because they usually have a very small team, if not a one-person show, running their social program. So you need to make sure that you are able to scale. And the best way to scale in a way that's not going to make you look like a robot is to dig into the data and make sure every single tweet, every single Facebook post, every single Instagram image and snap that you're snapping on Snapchat is as optimal as it can possibly be. All right. I know we're getting deep into some content here about humanizing your brand with data and analytics, but we need to hear a few words from our sponsors. I still have two more areas we need to dig into. So please give a quick listen to our sponsors and I will be right back. The new year brings a time for evaluation, reflection, and planning. As an entrepreneur, you know your product, your target market, and how you are going to differentiate from competition to achieve success. One thing that often gets forgotten, though, is the online foundation. Do you have the right digital foundation to build a structurally sound business? Or are you building on sand and hoping it will hold? Successful businesses are built on steady ground. You need a blueprint for success, curb appeal, and security. Our partner HostGator can help you do this and more. Download their business builder kit, inclusive of nine steps for planning your website, 10 mistakes to avoid on your homepage, and three easy steps to protect your website from hackers. Simply go to socialzoomfactor.com slash host Gator Biz or text hostgatorbiz biz to three three four four four. Again, that is socialzoomfactor.com slash hostgatorbiz or text hostgatorbiz to three three four four four. I'm back. All right, number four is about creating better content for your audience that will help you drive the desired action while also providing more value To your audience. Okay. And you're going to do this by dissecting the data. I want you to think of yourself with one of those little knives that we used to have back in the day in biology class. And um, you are going to slice and dice the data. Okay. You are going to dig deep into how are they engaging with your content? How are they uh, creating and curating content from other sources? Analyzing how are they speaking? What is the tone? Of their conversations that they're having with you and maybe your competitors? What is the language that they're using? What images are they responding to? How can you utilize the data to make sure your content is as human as it can possibly be? Like the last thing you want to be doing with social media is to take your corporate collateral that you have on your little flyer and just break it up into, into, you know, 140 character, uh, bite-sized nuggets and start scheduling that out on Twitter. That is a recipe for disaster. So I want you to be digging into understanding and dissecting that data and thinking about how can you make that content as inspirational, as empowering, as actionable as it can possibly be. People want to be told what to do. The people that come to your website, the people that come to your blog, they want you to tell them what you need to do, what they need to do. They want you to say, click here, buy here, subscribe here, listen to this, download this right? They want you to tell them what to do. Watch this video. Okay. So you you notice when I start this podcast, I tell you, make sure you go check out the show notes page at socialzoomfactor.com slash 220. I tell you when I want you to download a resource like our audience analysis worksheet that I tell you on almost every episode, because I know it will help you at socialzoomfactor.com slash audience. We've had over 50,000 people that have downloaded our resources, our calendar alone. We have over 50,000 people that download our editorial calendar every single year, all right? Those are the things you want to be thinking about. It's it's less, it's truly more. It's personalizing the experience in a human way, creating content that is human. It's creating several key pieces that you can utilize as a call to action to help drive people to become inspired and to organically want to be a better, closer part of your brand, okay? So you're creating content not to get just clicks and likes and shares. You're creating content because you want to engage in a human way and you want your audience to engage with you in a human way. It's a very different way to think about it because I want you to think about the likes and the shares and the engagement as human interactions, and when you start to look at the data that way, and you imagine a human behind the like and the smiley face and the reaction on Facebook and the share, um, the retweet on Twitter, the the heart that you get on Instagram, right? The comments that you receive when you you remember that it is people who are taking that action to engage with you and you start treating them like humans and you start leveraging the data to treat them more like humans versus just driving another conversion when you think about it in a human way and you apply both art and science and you combine what we talked about in episode 219 with conversion rate optimization and you're looking at the 20 factors we talked about about that 20 plus factors that will impact your conversion rates, such as your landing pages and your colors and your trust factor, and the list goes on and on. When you optimize with science and then you optimize with data for humanization, my friends, that's where things get exciting. And that's where we see so many of our customers and ourselves truly start to see real success. Okay. So you have got to figure out how to get human and how to get very intimate with the data and help you rise above the crowd, help you rise above the noise and create unique, personable and personalized experiences and relationships that they can't go get with the competitors, your, comp- your competition. And last but not least, number five, this is very important. Utilize the data to better serve your customers. Number one foundation here is easy. You just have to make yourself available. Okay. You have to be available as a brand, as a business, as humans within your brand to talk, to engage, to answer questions. If you only auto schedule everything that you do, how are you going to serve your customers? How are you having a servant heart in serving your customers? Okay. So a lot about customer service online is about, I truly believe it's about having a heart to serve. Okay. First thing is making yourself available, having that right mindset, making sure that you are doing some quality social listening and even tools like Twitter listening. Um, You can use Sprout Social. You can use Hootsuite to listen and see what people are saying about you. How are they responding to you? Listening to key words that they may be using to describe your brand. Making sure when you're doing listening on Twitter that you're removing um, the at the at sign, which is, is what is in front of your Twitter name, right? They may be talking to you and not using that. So you're going to want to make sure that you are utilizing the language, which is why we talked about that earlier, the language and the words and the tone that your customer is using right? So how are they referring to you? How are they referring to your business? You need to make sure that you are available and then you need to make sure you're listening and that you're responding quickly. And remember, just because somebody sends you a message publicly on Twitter or on Facebook, you do not have to necessarily solve that problem publicly. And if you don't know where to start with this, you're probably going to want to get some help from a consultant or an agency who has experience in this area that can help you with some some of those best practices. And we've done a ton of work in the B2B enterprise tech space. We actually did some monitoring even during the Super Bowl for a client who had some major tech installed in the the stadium there. And that was a little crazy with some of the monitoring we had to do with responses. Some of the responses we sent, they were public. Some of them were not. Some of them we took offline. Same thing with we do a ton of work with healthcare. So we've worked with some big healthcare clients and the strategies and tactics we help them implement there are, you know, very private. So they want to be able to, as soon as they can get somebody to a 1-800 number and to a private message due to HIPAA and other regulations. So that's, I think, one of the things that turns many small small and medium businesses off and even some enterprise businesses and, and, uh, Some of the industries are a little bit slower to adopt some of these technologies with social and digital today is they're afraid that everything has to be public and they're afraid that they can't do customer service and be human online because everything's public and everybody's going to see me. Okay. Yes, it's public. And regardless, if you are embracing Twitter and Facebook and all these things right now, whether you're doing that as a brand or not, I guarantee you, your customers are. So you just need to make the choice to be part of that conversation in the most positive way that you possibly can. And the best way to do that is to make sure that you are being human, okay? So I hope that this podcast helped you today. I hope it inspires you to do the double click and go check out some of the insights that are available to you. I would start with Facebook. My guess is most of you are on Facebook with your business. I if not you're probably thinking about it. I would start with Facebook. I would also take a look at LinkedIn. I would take a look at Twitter, at Instagram analytics, and and also take a look at your Google analytics. That's something I really want to dive into too. Your Google analytics are a goldmine for what is happening with your audience. So you want to make sure that you know who's coming to your site, what content are they reviewing, what content are they sharing, where are those referrals coming from, what content, what sites are referring traffic to your website, to your blog, right? It's a goldmine. Buffer app I mentioned, uh, Sprout Social and Hootsuite, Sumo. Those are some of the top resources for you to check out. If you're wanting to do a quick search for some keywords and see who's talking about things, I would also check out Social Mention. And that's a free app online that you can, you can check out and, and get a quick, a really quick analysis on what's being said with specific keywords. So there you have it in a nutshell, how to humanize your brand with data and insights. I wish you the best of success. Please reach out to us if we can be of any help. We are launching a comprehensive training platform, which is going to dig into this and much more. You can go subscribe and be an early founding member with member with some huge discounts. Just go to socialprofitfactor.com and that will be launching within the next 60 days. That's a wrap.